Views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. Please listen carefully. The following program has been formatted for your mind. TAP Detroit. Welcome. With a check, one, two, three on the green mic. The green mic is working. It's Tuesday night in Detroit. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. I am Chris. Chris Dellis, your host. Hopefully your friend before the next two hours are over. We are broadcasting live from Russell Industrial in downtown Detroit, Michigan. It's a beautiful evening. About 80 degrees. No rain. Tigers are not playing in town, which means they're not losing in town. They're losing someplace else. Besides that, my friend and the guy who runs this joint, Olin, is here. Olin, how you doing, my brother? It's another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Life is good. Yeah, man. Even if it's not good, it could be worse. Always. Bless you all. Glad you're all out there. We have a lot of friends that said they've tuned in tonight. Jimmy's out there. Jonathan's out there. Debbie's out there. Heidi's out there. A couple other people have told us that they are listening right now as we're broadcasting. We're going to play some new rock and roll. Rock and roll is not dead. I promise you. We're going to play some reggae and dub like we always do. We'll talk about what's going on in Detroit and the United States of America. Hello, Sue. Hey, Johnny Reinhardt. Hello, Marge. Glad you guys are with us. Keep hanging. Tell your friends to tune in. All you got to do is click on the little link. Our Facebook page is Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. Our main website is tap, T-A-P, detroit.com. You can click on that and you'll hear us live. And we're working. It's working. The computer's working. The speakers are on. So please don't send me a message saying you can't hear me. <laughs> That's your computer, not ours. You can also call us if you're old-fashioned, if you're still 20th century, at 313-429-0801. We might have a little bit of room to play some of your favorite songs. If you'd like to hear some, we'll give it a shot. When we start talking about what we're going to talk about, if you want to weigh in, you're welcome to. This is what we do here on Detroit Riot. Mostly it's a music show. And mostly it's about rock and roll. There's the singer for the band Oasis. If you remember the band Oasis from the 1990s. His name's Liam. Liam Gallagher, one of the two brothers that used to beat each other up all the time on stage from Manchester. All in, I always used to think of Manchester as a sister city to Detroit. Not as cool as Chicago. A lot of sports going on. People beat each other up even if they're brothers. And uh, I kind of like that. 
Is there something wrong with me if I kind of like brothers beating each other up in a rock and roll band? Get some aggression out. <laughs> Let's get some aggression out. After this set, our good friend Mel Wonder, our co-host, might sit down and join us. She's busy working on some gigs that are coming up soon, and we will plug those and talk about those as well. In the meantime, let's get the music started. And this is Liam Gallagher's new single. Off of his new album, he will be touring America in the fall. He'll be uh, in Detroit in September. This is Liam Gallagher on Detroit Riot on TapDetroit.com with a song called Wall of Glass. Welcome. Turn it up.
Nobody will be 
Forever by Baby Shambles. Don't be afraid of swearing, kids. Mark, <laughs> Mark Twain once said, When angry, count to four. When very angry, swear. So we love you, damn it. That's called Fuck Forever. The band's Baby Shambles. The album came out in 2005. It was called Down in Albion on Rough Trade. It was Rough Trade's most successful single ever. And it was one of the cats from the Libertines band, Pete Boardy's band. He was the guy that was in all the gossip pages because his girlfriend was that beautiful model, Kate Moss. And they both had some substance abuse problems. Mel Wonder has joined us. (laughs) Do you remember any of those stories or do you stay away from the gossip pages? Well, I do remember it slightly, but not, not in full terms. I remember when something like that was going on. Yeah, um, he was sick at the same time when um, Amy Winehouse was sick. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, a lot of famous people in England and in London at that time were partying way too heavily. You shouldn't even call it partying when you're that sick, (laughs) right? I mean, you just call it being sick. And he survived, thank God. Um, Kate Moss survived. They're not together anymore. Amy Winehouse was so talented, man. She was awesome. She had a great soul voice, and she did not survive those problems. Ironically, the song before that was called The Bottle. Oh, wow. That's by the (laughs) mod father, Paul Weller, our favorite here. Uh, It was originally released in 1974 by America's Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron used to write often about America's social problems, and that song, The Bottle, obviously was about poor people in the urban communities that were having problems with uh, the bottle and with alcoholism. It was the first and only single from Gil Scott Heron's 1974 album, uh, Winter in America, first uh, single that he had that hit the top ten. And uh, as far as Paul Weller goes, that was the seventh solo album by Paul Weller. It entered the charts at number one. That's how famous it was. We started off the set with Liam Gallagher, used to be the singer for Oasis with a song called Wall of Glass, which just came out. Uh, The album is going to be called As You Were, 
and it will be released on Warner Brothers in September. And Thanks. he's he's coming to Detroit in October. Mel, how are you doing? I saw that you were working on a live gig when I walked into the yes, studio. Yes, I'm good. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great. Everything's wonderful. I, I miss live gigs. When is your live gig? Um, it's actually on the 12th of August. It's called the BFF Fest. And there is, it's an all-weekend thing at, at L Club. Very cool. What, is that, what does that stand for? Um, I could guess a lot, uh, <laughs> but I don't think I will because there's a lot of Fs in there. Yeah. <laughs> we already swore oh on the show. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, um, Best Friend Festival. Oh, that's cool. Best Friends Forever Festival. Is that the first time that there's been a festival with that term, with, um, that, with that name here this in is the This is the first of I've, that I've heard of it. Me too. And they invited me to play, and I'm playing with some uh, lovely artist the day um very cool for those guys out there that don't know what we're talking about mel is a live dj she's a great uh spinner she spins vinyl <laughs> the stuff that we're listening to today we uh, we download onto the computer um but uh i used to do vinyl as well how long is your set my set will probably be maybe an hour hour and a half i i'm the closer on saturday night does that make you happy? What time is that? It does make me happy. I'm thinking maybe maybe at midnight, maybe one o'clock. I don't know. I'm so not people not, should still be there for yeah. midnight. Oh yeah, I think so. You know, and even if it's you know, not a great grand crowd of people, I like L Club a lot. They're really L Club dope. is a cool place. I do dig that uh joint, there's no doubt about it. It's a nice club. Um there's several uh newer places in Detroit that make me happy. Marble bar. Mm -hmm. uh, L Club, L Club's way like uh, southwest, right? That's the one that's by the uh, um, the bridge. If you take the wrong turn, you're on the bridge and you're going to Canada. Oh yeah, it's it's over. It's off of Werner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. If I take <laughs> if I take the wrong turn, they're sending me the other way because they don't allow me in Canada anymore. <laughs> you, Dallas, you're not allowed in Canada. Get out of here. <laughs> An outlaw in Canada. I know a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed in England, in Europe, just not Canada. Not Canada. That'll, that'll change as time goes on. Um, Mel and I were talking while the music was playing about the difference between doing radio shows like this, being a DJ, and the difference between uh, doing live shows. I used to spin at a place called The Shelter, which is downtown um, in the basement of St. Andrew's Hall. And I asked Mel which she likes doing better. Now, she does 90% live gigs and i do 90 percent radio gigs now so uh you know we're switched up both ways yeah but how do you like doing radio as opposed to doing um a live gig i, I like doing radio it allows me to um actually connect with people like in my you know as, as far as speaking and not speaking with you know music you know what i mean um i asked you this so let's talk to the people one of the things that bugged me when I was spinning live was um, people asking for requests. Now, on the other hand, um, our show I follow on social networking, like on Facebook. Uh, Tim has asked for a song. A couple other friends have asked for songs. And I'll try to get to them. I like seeing requests when I do the radio show. Mm -hmm. But it bugged the hell out of me. <laughs> when I was a dance DJ. Oh, no, because absolutely. Because I, I figured I knew what next song was going to keep people dancing. Right. You follow what I'm saying? And just to make one person happy to hear the song that they wanted to hear, I thought wasn't really what I was getting paid for. I was getting paid 
to keep the dance floor full. Right. Do you think? Do you feel the same way? No, or do you try to get in their request? You know, you know what I mean. If it's good, you know what I mean. I'll do that, but. I can't stand like and they're so bold now like if you don't know I'm like I never heard of that before like I don't know they'll show you what it is and I'm like I'm doing the job please get on my face <laughs> they'll pull out their computer they'll pull out their uh, telephone and say here here's the song that's my computer you hear in the background by the way <laughs> um, nowadays I never thought about that but nowadays people can pull out their cell phone go on yes. YouTube pull up the song and go this is what I want you to play Exactly, now. and I'm like, are you really serious? You Please get out of my face. I'm mixing here. Yeah. I gotta I'm, make the BPMs match. Yeah, and I, and I I'm busy. Dancing. I'm busy. Yeah, and then I hate it when someone asks me, and I'm playing something up-tempo, and then they ask me to play something else, and it's very, it doesn't match what I'm doing. I got you, the BPMs are a lot lower. Um, Amir was the owner at the shelter, and he used to get angry at me and my uh, spinning partner. And my partner's name was Scott Gordon. He's, mm. And he's still a club DJ. Scott's a great um, DJ. He's wonderful. He's one of the best mixers I've ever seen. And we would lock the DJ door mm -hmm. to keep these keep kids away. I don't blame him. <laughs> and the owner would get so mad at us. Because he would say that these people are my paid um, customers. And you guys have to play what they want you to play. And so, oh my goodness. yeah, we would just say, okay, you're right, Amir, we will. <laughs> and we'd let him go do his business, and then we'd lock the door again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand about that. And, like, people, yeah, they, they get really rude about their songs and their requests. I mean, I guess music is a wonderful feeling. It, it is. And you know what? <laughs> you want to tip me about 20 bucks? I'll clear the dance floor and I'll play your song. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> hey, kids, this is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. We see that a several of you out there listening to us. Thank you for sending us messages. Thank you for sending us your requests. We will get to them, we promise. In the meantime, we're going to go back to 1972. The Rolling Stones, when they were having a difficult time in mm. the south of France, they were <laughs> exiled by England because England was taking 99% of their money <sighs> for taxes. Oh, man. Yeah, that's something <laughs> to fight about. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> this is off Exile on Main Street, Rolling Stones, 1972, Venerator Blues on Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com.
I can't pretend that I can teach And yet I lift your future out By pounding stages like a clown And on the dance floor broken glass And bloody faces slowly pass The numbered seats in empty rows It all belongs to me Sacrifice 
Yo, and that is a song about getting married called The Marriage by Billy Bragg. 1985, going all the way back to 1985. The album was called Talking with the Tax Man about poetry. Our friend Johnny is getting married this year, and we are sure that he's going to stay married for the rest of his life. So don't worry about that song, John. That was for guys like me that can't stay married. (laughs) 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 Not you. (laughs) The song before that was Punk, which was the demo for The Punk and the Godfather from The Who from Quadrophenia. And you could uh, hear that that was Pete Townsend singing, not Roger Daltrey. That's because it was the um, demo that I found on a director's cut six CD set that came out about four years ago. It cost a fortune, but it came with a lot of goodies, t-shirts and posters and all that stuff, so I bought it. And we started off the set with Ventilator Blues, which is from the Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street, 1972, recorded at Keith Richards' mansion in the south of France. It's the first and only time that guitarist Mick Taylor got credit on a Stones album for writing a song. And I told Mel while the song was playing that they moved down to France because England had a law where they took 99% of entertainers' pay. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) Can you imagine if you did a gig right now at a club and then, uh, like, let's say you got paid $200. Mm -hmm. And when you got home, the IRS told you that you owed them 195 of it <laughs> oh my god i mean it's it seems like that way in the working world anyway uh you got a point there uh, let's see if we can work on that um we heard a couple <laughs> skips on a couple of those songs so what we're going to do now is uh work on our system and make sure that it is not skipping on you all out there um you know what someone send me a uh, message on facebook and let me know if the songs are skipping Debbie or Tim or Paul or any of you guys. In the meantime, we're going to work on our computers. And we're going to get into some sweet soul music in the meantime. This is a band called The Lions. <laughs> the L season. Off of an album called Jungle Strutting. Recorded in California on Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com.
pictures on her sleeve She's got, she's got In her constitution I believe She's got me searching for her Down. Not you. We go 
gonna chase those crazy bullets Get laid. 
then one by one, one by one. Hill King Philosophy, I the conquering lion, lion, lion.
them a bit From them a play cowboy and Indian and chief From the first to the health straight up to seven straight One thing in a way my love is jump with the base I make it in a life and in a return to me them pay off, self-employed, cannot get lay off Both are worth me off, can't even get a day off Who do you want to stop me now, them turn out, say them way off Alright, tell me say one by one, one by one Stepping out of Babylon and then one by one, one by one Hill King Phyllis say I the conquering lion, lion, lion Is here. Oh, that is Stephen Marley. 
another one of Bob Marley's songs. It is amazing how talent can pass from one person to another person in the same family. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, all the Marleys got plenty of money and the best studios that they can record at, but still, you have to have talent to be able to write a song that good, right? Absolutely. No, that's Stephen. That's one of his youngest songs that came out in 2014. It featured uh, Capleton and Sizzla. He's the son of Bob and Rita. Stephen, as opposed to his other brothers, was actually born in America. He was born in Wilmington, Delaware, when Bob was here working at uh, auto factories. Mm-hmm. And now he uh, lives in Jamaica. Before that was Real Gone Crazy Dub here on Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com, by King Tubby. 100% of the dub selector is the name of the album. It came out in 2002. King Tubby is a Jamaican dub and reggae and rock star, the producer. He's right up there with Lee Scratch Perry and the rest of them. And we started off the set with a band from California called The Lions with a song called Sweet Soul Music. <laughs> Since we're talking about... Uh, Bands from the Rasta lifestyle. I have been trying to find out what our dear President Trump thinks about marijuana laws. And let me just uh, give you some overviews of some of the states. And we'll see if we can find a crystal ball and see what's going to happen in this country in the next few years. There's 29 states that have medical marijuana laws that have passed. There's eight states that have recreational marijuana laws that you can just smoke anytime you want, right? Uh, Of course, Michigan, where we live, is a medical marijuana state. And then there are seven states that have uh, what's called cannabis cultivation laws where you can grow it for recreational use. That is well over half of this country. But both of you guys, Mel, my co-host, and Olin, the guy who runs this joint and runs the board, what do you think is going to happen in the next few years under this Trump administration? Does he care about marijuana at all? Did you ever hear him even talk about it? No, I actually never heard him mention a word about marijuana, which is actually surprising to me. But, I mean, who knows? He probably smokes plenty. (laughs) Yeah. I just choked on my Red Bull. No, they said... They d- I don't know how they said this or, or, or what drug tests they did, but uh, remember when he was sniffing way back um, during the um, campaign, um, his people <laughs> assured us that there was no reason for him to be sniffing other than just uh, normal uh, allergies. Oh, but, bad uh, allergies. Right. Even the people that know him and have written about him, even those that have written about him um, that haven't been very flattering books, have admitted that he's never uh, smoked. He's never been involved in that. Now, if he's involved in something else, I don't know. I just think that um, off the top of my head that he doesn't really care about it or his administration doesn't care about it because it doesn't mean a lot of money right now. Not right now. Right? But if every state legalized it and taxed it, wouldn't that be a huge boost? Yes. I mean, isn't that just a simple answer? And, and I don't smoke. I, I, I used to when I was in school and stuff. Uh, Mel asked me during the break. I just don't because um, I, I don't like to. I forget stuff. About two years ago, I uh, smoked up here, and I forgot what songs I played <laughs> in the set. 
That was my fault. I made o- I made Olin tell you guys what we played. But um, I'm just wondering uh, if it's ever going to be on the agenda or if things are such a mess in this current White House, which we know they are. It's chaos. Oh, right? it's always chaos. I mean, they fired Mooch after 11 days. Um, they're firing uh, on the average one person a week. Wow. Maybe something like marijuana is something that they could care less about as an administration. I yeah, don't know. I mean, right now it seems like uh, you, yeah the, he doesn't care about it. I don't hear anything. I hear a lot of crazy events that happen with our president. And I mean, not anything pertaining to marijuana, which is very interesting. It it is, and um, you know, I knew a woman who um, she was suffering from cancer, and she couldn't she had no appetite and uh the medicine that big pharma gave her didn't help it didn't help her with pain and it certainly didn't help her with her appetite Mm -hmm. but what did help her and she was sick before michigan passed the medical marijuana law the only thing that did help her was um weed and her her husband got it for it and that gave her an appetite and i know somebody uh, right now that's real close to us um, to my family and I'm wondering if um, they gave her, um, she certainly couldn't smoke it. Right. She's, she's pretty sick. Um, but if they gave her a little bit of an edible, I'm wondering if that would boost her um, metabolism and give her a, uh, a, a hunger and want to eat. I think so, because there, there's a video of a young girl. She's very young. She's probably older now. But she was going through cancer and chemotherapy and it was excruciating so her dad uh got the rso oil okay and was giving it to her and she actually felt a lot better she She was being a lot better yeah she was talking about how she was hungry and like sleepy a little giggly right and giggly and a little happier (laughs) i think it's a a hundred percent proven by the medical community that marijuana gives people appetites oh yeah it makes you hungry yeah when i was in school and i smoked sure it was a it was a joke we all called it the munchies obviously (laughs) and everybody uh, jokes about it today it makes you hungry and no one has ever um i think taken medical marijuana and then all of a sudden said i lost my appetite because of that (laughs) (laughs) if anything you definitely find it (laughs) well it was over in the corner there it was i found it under a lot of liquor (laughs) right (laughs) or something like that well you know like pain pills and the opiates in this country well and here's why i was thinking about this today because i heard on the radio that the trump administration is looking at the opiate crisis in america right now Mm. and we do have an opiate epidemic there are people dying by the thousands huh right (laughs) yeah open that top drawer there man my back hurts (laughs) and they're dying by the thousands right so they're uh so this trump administration is looking at the opiate epidemic and that's something that they talk about at all of their silly little um speeches and their press conferences but they've never brought up the word marijuana since he's been in office no i think they probably want that to do well and the thing to talk about is the opiates to make it seem probably a non-issue i don't know i think it's a non-issue for them too because they just don't see the revenue no i guess i mean it could be beneficial but 
you know, I guess that'd be too much like right. <laughs> that would be too correct. Yeah. <laughs> Why do something that makes sense? Right. <laughs> this, this is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. We broadcast from Russell Industrial downtown. We're going to talk about uh, the Russell Industrial building uh, after this set because I'm sure you guys read about it a few months ago. It is back and it is thriving. And every time Chloe and I come here to do a show, there are more and more um, studios and rooms that are painted and wired up and ready to go. But uh, we'll talk about that after some solo music. This is The Vibrations doing I End Up Crying on Detroit Riot. Tap Detroit.com. Oh, you 
about your love
when she gets weary Try a little tenderness Know she's waiting, just anticipating for things that she'll never, 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 never possess. Yeah, yeah. But while she's there waiting, and without them, try a little tenderness. It's not just sentimental, no, no, no. She has her grief and care. is the great Otis Redding would try a little tenderness oh can you be more soulful very good song beautiful it's a bold single from 1966 it hit number four on the R&B charts number 25 on the pop charts that's another thing to talk about maybe we'll talk about it next week since we do play a lot of soul and hip-hop on this show why are those charts separated in the year 2017 I get it in 1966 but What's the difference between an R&B chart and a pop chart? Not very much difference. <laughs> R&B sounds better. <laughs> right on. Uh, it was backed by Booker T and the MGs. Isaac Hayes worked on the arrangement. And it's sampled today by everybody from Jay-Z to Kanye West. Before that, we heard... Watch the Throne. Right. I forget the name of the song, though. Which one? The one that they use Otis Redding for. Oh, yeah. Their song. Keep, but keep yeah, keep thinking, keep thinking. It'll come. <laughs> We're in no hurry. It'll come. To you. It'll come to me. But <laughs> it's on Watch the Throne, though. Before that, we heard the train by the Belgianettes from 1963 on the OK label, OK E H. 
Before that, we heard I Can't Work No Longer by Billy Butler and the Chanteers, 1965, written by Curtis Mayfield. Billy was born in Chicago in 1945. The single is also on OK Records. If you ever want to find some cool soul that's played by um, DJs like um, the Detroit Soul Club, whatever they call themselves, they do gigs. Uh, they don't do gigs at the uh, Elk Club, but they do gigs at the Marble Club. Have you ever oh. heard of their gigs? Yeah, I've heard of before. I never. They're really good, um, and they play um, soul stuff, but not like I've had friends say. You know, when you play '60s soul uh, Motown, it reminds me of weddings. Oh, <laughs> because you know, like Motown songs get played so often. Often, yeah, definitely at weddings. Yeah, but, but uh, what these guys do is um, they find songs that are more rare grooves. They're mm-hmm. harder to find. That's their responsibility. No, I, that that's awesome. And it's really cool. And Marble Bar does it. Um, they were doing it once a month. Now they're doing it, I think, like twice a month, every other Saturday. And it's a uh, it's a gas because you just dance all night. <laughs> You know what? I th- yeah, I have heard of that event, actually. I'll, I'll look it up in between sets. Uh, we started off the set with uh, another Northern Soul song, uh, End Up Crying by The Vibrations, 1965, and that was on the Warner Chapel Music label. Soul. Do you ever mix soul with, with hip-hop and with yeah, techno I, and what you're playing to I keep mean, people I, dancing? I do. Like, if I'm if I'm doing, like, a lot of laid-back hip-hop or, you know, just, like, listening hip-hop, uh, I try to I try to find more samples and, like, see, like, where things came from originally and that's try fun. to incorporate it in the set. That's fu- that's fun to do too. It is to find out like where where did they find this? Where they find the sample? Or and it's um, what's the original, etc. It's a very good musical lesson too. Yep. And um, that's our job. That's what we should know. We should know these things. Sometimes I get embarrassed when people ask me, um, like if I'm at a club or a pub or wherever party, <laughs> um, what's the song and who's it by? And they just kind of expect me to know. Right. And I should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. You know what? I get that too. I get that quite often. I go, mm, this mac and cheese is great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that song, but this mac and cheese is the bomb. <laughs> Not right. thinking as fresh as I am now. <laughs> All right, kids. Thanks for joining us. We got some music coming up, so uh, we're gonna keep on playing it. This is Detroit, right? This is tapdetroit.com. We broadcast from uh, Russell. Oh, let's talk about the Russell a little bit, Owen. Um, yeah, man. We do the show every other Tuesday now, and two weeks ago, probably a dozen offices and studios that I passed um, weren't painted and wired yet. And tonight, as Chloe, my little bulldog, and I walked through the entire building to get up to the studio, um, many of them had been there seems to be a huge progress happening. yeah they're working they're working on they're working on it do you think it'll be a lot of the same people that were here before or <sighs> you think there'll be a lot of new renters or who the hell knows it's gonna be new people you think so yeah the ones of us those of us that have stayed are here gotcha you never left. and there's only like six on this floor Got so it. it'll be all new people. I mean, if you do the math and you figure out how much they make per floor, it's pretty staggering per month. When you say six stayed on this floor out of how many um, different 
either rooms or studios or whatever we're going to 25 or 30 on this floor. 25 or 30. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Times 600 a month equals. Can I buy this place? I don't know. I mean, it's in your family. (laughs) Greeks. (laughs) It's it's Detroit. It's the Greeks. It's this goddamn Greeks. We mess up everything. Uh, you, should, you should see if your cousin will sell it to you. Right? <laughs> All right I'm going to call him right after our show's over. In the meantime, let's get back into some uh, British rock and roll. This is Cash Machine by the band called Hard Fi on Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com.
And that song was written by Paul Weller and the Jam to screw up every disc jockey out there in the world because <laughs> it ends weird. It's called Start by the Jam. It's the same bass line as the song that we heard just before that. That's why we played them back to back. Oh, how clever are we? Tax Man by the Beatles from the album Revolver in 1966, written by George Harrison, has the same exact bass line as the Jam's Start. That's why we played it together. A little bit of rock and roll trivia. <laughs> Before that, a Who cover song, Anyway, Anywhere, Anyhow, by the British band Ocean Color Scene, from a cover album called Substitute Songs of the Who. Came out in 2001. We started the set with Hard Fi, which is a crazy bunch of lads from London, 2005. The name of the album is star of cctv which means closed circuit television england started with that closed circuit television before america did before we go on to the next set or before we talk about anything i want to say hello to everybody and give shout outs to uh, everybody who either called us tonight at 429-0801 or uh, went on our facebook page and said hello we appreciate all of you and love you and that's jimmy esteban paul dominic in florida brian Chris, Christopher, Scott Gordon, my my DJ partner, S Scott Gogo Gordon, Sue McPhee, my partner in writing, Patricia's out there, Derek Zenja, singer extraordinaire, Lainey, Jim, Robert, the writer, Art Elizabeth, the writer, Johnny Martin, the musician and actor, and who else is out there? A bunch of other people, Marge Cash is out there, Coleman. Thank you, everybody, for saying hello on social networking and for calling us on that phone number. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you all. Anything to plug or anything, Mel? Or Owen, well, or anything else going on? I have uh, one more plug. Go plug away. I am I'm turning. You're turning Japanese? <laughs> turning Japanese? I really, I think, really so. think so. Oh, <laughs> yeah, beat me, Joyce. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. My birthday is on uh, 8 14, oh, a Monday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And I am having a party at Slow Jams at uh, Whitbridge Pub. Very so, cool. And I'll be playing with uh, the fellows at Slow Jams, Erno. Uh, Eastside John and also my featured person Mike Fotis. Are He's you spinning that night too? Yes, I am spinning also. Got it. And uh, there is another gentleman that is coming. He's coming from Chicago, a friend of a friend, and uh, he's going to open up for us. But yeah, that's my next event after the BFF Fest. <laughs> the best fucking friend fest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Yeah. Because we're from Detroit. Hi, Sally. I'm glad that you just tuned in as well. Um, give that date one more time because I missed it when you first said it. Um, for the date for uh, uh, your birthday party. The birthday party is yeah. 814 and it's uh, on 14th of August Got it. at Woodbridge Pub. At Woodbridge Pub. Mm -hmm. So there's about four of you guys spinning, right? About four, maybe, I think five or something like that. It is. Do it they have room for 5,000 people that will be dancing for you all? Actually, yes, they do. They have <laughs> room for many people that are Will be Olin be dancing that night for the first time ever in my life to see him dance? No, you know what? It takes a lot for him to bust a move right I dance now. sometimes. Do you dance sometimes? Yeah. It has to be the right... The right uh, Song? No, it's got to be the right Moment. atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yeah. 
Yeah, like right after you've just been to your car to um, check the tire pressure, in other words? <laughs> <laughs> that moment? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I can't even imagine what seeing you dance. It's almost as bad as thinking of myself dance when I go to these Motor City Soul Club gigs. <laughs> I'm not bad. No, no I think I'm okay move. when I start. You know, and people will be like, okay, that guy can dance. But then I wonder if after about a half hour, if I'm starting to look dopey because I'm getting tired. Yeah. And you get <laughs> self-conscious. So I'm not sure, man. Well, I'll, I'll you, believing your dance. Huh? Chris, you're white. You're always going to look dopey when you dance. <laughs> I know. It's just, that's I what know. happens. I'm going to need you to do me a favor <laughs> and bring your cell phone and video me at the whole gig. <laughs> and so I can just kind of, you know what? I, I, honest to God, I did this. I tried to find um, people that gave dance lessons on the east side. I live on the far east side. And um, I talked to a couple different places. Mm -hmm. And I figured that there would be professionals that gave dance lessons with soul-type music because of what we talked about an hour about an hour ago, that they play so much Motown at weddings. weddings. Right? Yes. And uh, so that was, um, you never get anybody on the phone, obviously, these days. But that was my email to about three different places. I want you guys to show me a couple moves, soul dancing. I, I figured, why not? Spend a few bucks and, you know, be a little bit more confident, I think. Because <laughs> I am a white boy, as Owen pointed out. If you could not tell by my voice. My one sister, after my first show, comes in. Uh, uh, she was a teacher. She's a retired teacher now. Oh, and she comes to my house, and um, she has notes that she took. And dig this. After she says, you said, um, too many times, and you did real good playing the songs and uh, d playing, uh, defining the bands. She said, but once in a while, you sounded like a black guy. And Chris, you're not a black guy, so don't do that. What? I mean, I don't know what she heard. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but I don't. I mean, you don't have know. a. I mean, you have a great speaking voice. Well, I appreciate that. That's very nice. There, there is a. But I just appreciate that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but don't spend money to go. Do you don't think so? No, you shouldn't do that. Well, you know what? They um, none of them got back to me. Out of all three of these places, either um, they didn't get back to me, or they um, sent me a really curt, short uh, email response that was, "We don't do that," or "Don't bother us." Oh, or you got the wrong number, man. <laughs> That's really rude. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm exaggerating, but really, the, 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 they don't teach that. No, they don't. I mean, you just have to be around people that, I mean, so what if you look silly when you dance? Most of us no, don't. No, I do okay. Yeah, yeah. Like Olin says, I do, I, I do fine. It's the whole point of it, just to let it go, you know. You know, the best, the best teacher is to go on YouTube. Pull up the old Soul Train videos. Oh, those are good. And watch them do the line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't, 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 don't do what that silly guy did. Do what the other guy did who looked pretty cool. That is so funny. You know, those are golden. Oh, God. I love them. And they're all on there. They're all on YouTube. God bless YouTube. And like they have some from the new dance show and the scene, too, from back in the day. My uh, ex-wife was on the scene, and I asked her when we first uh, started to date if she would show me the tapes from that show, and she wouldn't show me. Why? Why? 
because of what we're talking about, I think, about being embarrassed when you dance. Oh, my goodness. That was the funniest and show to watch. Dance. And you just kept watching it because it, it was good. <laughs> and like, Detroit, the scene. It, yeah. <laughs> Channel 62. Oh, my goodness. So good. And I guarantee this, she could dance because when I met her, she got paid for dancing yeah. and not on the scene. And you can think about that as we get into the <laughs> next song, <laughs> which oh, is called yeah. I Got Nothing. <laughs> Detroit Ride to F Detroit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
all this talk of getting old It's getting me down, my love Like a cat in a bag Waiting to drown This time I'm coming down And I hope you're thinking of me Cause you lay down on your side Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again But I know I'm on the losing streak Cause I passed down my old street And if you wanna show Then just let me know And I'll sing in your ear again Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again Baby, with heaven falls, I'm coming.
past dreams Benson and messes and denim jeans I've got it, I've been Dingerwood Fly tipping down at the Shearwood The clink of strong drink, racing green paint Cracked Victorian sinks and flushed is a system I can't swim so I sink The earth moves the curb, it makes a fag area stink Warb like a tree and bit a twist Nicotine, we be Middlemen, the metropolis of discontent Red and orange lights and old men Middlemen, the metropolis of discontent Red and orange lights and old men Monday dinner archway, death the drink of a victim Bad brains, the dead man's milk Wilco's will have it, they got everything The dome on the stately home We got painted in the fumes from commuters Make my bacon, threaten strangers with shooters Car stereo shops that lawn the dirty dosh Don't look you in the eye when you walk your dog I bet they're all battered in the back on that hedgehog Sonic, levelling ten minutes, two minutes flat all bloody fucking shops on it Well, middlemen, the metropolis of discontent Red and orange lights and old men Middlemen, the metropolis of discontent Red and orange lights and old men £900 for a picture of Debbie Harry in art shops and make me laugh my head off Instead with a feeling of nothing Floating your ears miss each other They don't do much Talking like props in a film about Top Gun Tears, Top Gun glasses The new opium for the lasses Rescue dog like fuck the wood catches fire Patrick Cox loafers size 10 in brand Love them Out the shop window is still controlled by the man Love Middlemen The metropolis of discontent Red and orange lights and old men Middlemen, the metropolis of discontent, red and orange lights and old men. That is the Sleaford Mods. They're almost a hip-hop band. They're almost a punk rock band. They're almost a duo electronic uh, punk thing. I like their sound. They are what they are. They have a crazy sound. It's their own thing. They're from England. Um, they sell a lot of records over there. They don't sell any here. I think it's because they've got that um, accent that's from uh, an area in England called the East Midlands. Yeah. So if you really don't know that accent... You can barely tell it's what like this guy's rapping yeah. about. <laughs> heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, and it's only two dudes. But that's uh, Middlemen by the Meadford Mods. Before that, we uh, listened to The Drugs Don't Work back uh, from 1997. That's 20 years ago. Oh, man, we'll talk about this next week. But <laughs> <laughs> how fast time goes by as you get older, oh and there's goodness. a reason, and the reason's math. But we don't have time to get into that tonight on Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. But next week, we'll talk about that. Remind me, why does time go by so much faster as you get older? It's an algorithm. It's, it's math. And then we started off the uh, set with Got Nothing by a band called Spoon from Austin, Texas. And that's for our friend Joanne out there that asked us to play it. Um, several of our other buddies asked us to play some other um, requests. We are getting most of them in that we can. How much time we got, Olin? Should I keep going with the Beastie Boys? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Look at Olin. He's, he's so boys. generous. He yeah, nice, he is. Isn't he a nice guy? He's a real nice guy. I can be. Olin, we love you, bro. <laughs> Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. We'll be back a week from Tuesday. I am Chris. 
I'm here with Mel. Mel, thank you so much for joining us again. That's Mel Wonder. Always. Always. And our main man, Olin Ezra. Olin, we love you, brother. Yeah, man. And we also love these cats from Brooklyn. This is the Beastie Boys. Good night, everybody from Detroit Riot. CapDetroit.com. Yes, I love this. Yes, man. Check out. I said the record's 